Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about Barry Morphew's theory number two, the abduction theory. In my last video, I talked about Barry's mountain lion theory, and I also talked about the plot twist in it. So in this one, we're going to talk about the abduction theory and the events and actions that supported this theory. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell so you can be notified of my next upcoming videos and live streams. There's going to be a lot of them. Please give this video a like and please share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. In the beginning of the investigation, there was a theory about a mountain lion dragging Suzanne up the hill. Barry has mentioned this many times and seems to be convinced of it. But only a few days into the investigation and search for Suzanne Morphew, authorities ruled out any theory about the animal attacking her. We've not found anything that would indicate that. However, we're always evaluating. We've been in that area so much. We're always looking, obviously, and any clues we have, we're going to follow up on. Now, Barry was very insistent on this theory and even mentioned it three weeks later to Tyson Draper. My concerns were this way and that way if it was the cat. Because the cats, they dragged their prey up the mountain and out of people's. We can't find sign for the cat, but we got rain like right yeah, away. Yeah. Could have washed away sign. But on the recent Dr. Phil show, Suzanne's brother Andrew mentioned how Barry seemed to have been hanging on to that theory and didn't want to change it. Here's what he said. Well, I stood on that bank of the road and I looked down and thought to myself, no, that didn't happen. There's no blood trail. And if I had ridden a bike over there, it would have been pretzelized and my knuckles would have been hamburgerized. So no blood, no things of that nature. So I told him, I said, Barry, look, she didn't get taken by a puma, no mountain lion involved here. He acted like he didn't want to hear that, but he finally came to the realization that everybody else realizes that that didn't happen. So very quickly, that transformed into another potential theory, the abduction theory because the last one about the mountain lion was no longer working or possible. And here's also why. Mountain lion attacks are rare. I did mention this in my last video. They do happen, but they're rare. There weren't any signs or tracks of an attack, nothing really to support it. Barry claims it rained out, but according to my sources, there was zero precipitation. And in another source, it said it actually rained 0.15 millimeters of rain. Pretty sure my spit's deeper than that. And I very much doubt that would wash away animal tracks of a 125 pound animal or 130 or however big they get with that amount of rain. And of course, authorities rolled out an animal attack right away. So now there's a problem. If it's not the animal attack, then what the heck happened to Suzanne? There's the bike still in play because they found it on Sunday night and there's personal items as well that were found, but let me get to that in a minute. These things are part of the story and the timeline. So what's a guy to do, right? He needs to come up with a new theory, a plausible theory, something different, yet something that ties these clues in. He has the bike, the personal items that were found. He's been to Broomfield on his sudden trip. He says he last saw Suzanne at 5 a.m. in bed. So now what? if not an animal. Aha, an abduction. That's the next best scenario. And there were the friend requests that were made on Facebook 
to men that were Andy's age and they were from Indiana. So there's that. So Barry decides on an abduction theory. That's the next plausible and possible theory. That's his next best bet. And it's believable potentially and hopefully. What seems to have happened from the investigators and they don't give much and I've got private people working for me is maybe she was abducted right here. And with those Facebook requests, it potentially looks like Suzanne is making dangerous choices and making herself vulnerable. It makes it look like these are also potential suspects. And it could look like Suzanne is putting herself in harm's way. So what's the next move? According to an article with Fire Chief Robert Bertram, Barry starts driving up and down the roads trying to remember if he saw any suspicious vehicles. It says he's going out, driving up the road, and trying to remember any suspicious vehicles that he's seen. It also says, the last report I got from people is that Barry is having a difficult time sitting still and pacing back and forth, constantly looking out the window, hoping he can see her. So, Next, a GoFundMe goes up on Tuesday, May the 13th, organized by Barry's nephew. That same day, a Find Suzanne Morphew Facebook page goes up, also put up by Barry's nephew. Now, that same day as well, a reward goes up for $100,000. Barry's friend matches it, and now it's at $200,000. Looks like this is the day the abduction theory or idea takes place. Also this day, this is where we saw the picture of Barry lying on the ground. Now, it was said that he asked to stop on the side of the road because the location where he was at would be good if somebody wanted to just chuck a body over the bluffs. And the person that was with Barry found it very, very odd, took a picture of him because he fell to the ground and was lying on his back in this position. Again, whoever saw him found this very odd and snapped the picture. Also on this evening, Barry heads to Poncha Market, searching in the trash for Suzanne's helmet, and gives the manager also a list of items he's looking for scribbled down on the back of a receipt. Notable is he did not give any descriptors of Suzanne and what she looks like. Now, by Friday, the authorities shut the road down on Monarch Pass as they find personal items of Suzanne. Barry called it an article. Authorities called it personal items. I question if it matches Barry's use of the term article, meaning it was an article of clothing or an article that you wear. Did they find the helmet that was requested earlier and what he was searching for earlier? In the area of County Road 225 and Highway 50, we did find inf um, items that we believe were personal items of Suzanne Morphew, and that uh, launched a bigger search we uh, had today, which included the full closure of U.S. Highway 50 on Monarch Pass. They found an article going west of hers. They won't tell us what it is. So they sent another team after they found the article that covered this hillside all the way down to the river pretty good. So a week later after Suzanne goes missing on Sunday, May 17th, and this is just two days after the authorities find the personal item, there's a check-in on Suzanne's Facebook account and it checks in in Alexandria, Indiana, the same place where Suzanne is from and the same place where she's friending the guys. 
Perfect. And FYI, a person can check in from anywhere on their Facebook page and just they just choose a location and they check in. So here's where the little info snacks start to get very, very interesting. The very same day the check-in happens, that same day, Barry puts out a 25-second video addressing whoever has Suzanne. I do find the timing very, very curious. Now, I want to know who did the check-in if it wasn't Suzanne and who had access to Suzanne's Facebook account, if not Suzanne. I also want to know, did Barry know already about that check-in? Did somebody tell him? Did he find out? And if he did, did he alert the authorities about it? Notable. One could easily find out that information from Facebook as to where the logins were and when, and the authorities could find that out inside her Facebook account. Now let's talk about his 25 second video that he created. There's definitely some red flags in that video, but before I speak to that, there are some positives in Barry's favor. It's very straight to the point and 25 seconds worth. He addresses Suzanne, the abductors, however much money they want, and he wants her back so bad. It's careful and well thought out and planned, meticulous in a sense, controlled. Yet it's something so very, very different than what we normally see in a missing persons case. Wouldn't you agree? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. We usually see family members get out in the media, get the word out there, they address what they want to say in a press conference or interview, whatever they can do. But this is controlled. This is careful. Then there's a different way to look at this video. He shakes his head the whole time he's talking. And in a previous video, I broke it down piece by piece. Now, it could be that he's in disbelief and he's shaking his head or he just doesn't want her to be found. A body doesn't lie. Also, there's a pattern in his blinking. Now, I know People may find this ridiculous, but Bear Bear has a pattern. And it's his pattern. I'm not saying it's everybody's pattern. It's his, and the truth is in the details. He double blinks in spots where he lies, such as the part of, love you, miss you, I'll do anything to get you back, and want you back so bad. Have a look. We love you, we miss you, your girls need you. No questions asked, however much they want, I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. I want you back so bad. Now, the very, very last line that he makes, I want you back so bad, is the line that sealed the deal for me a while back, in my opinion. That's the definite lie, and he does not want her back. Honey, I love you. I want you back so bad. I want you back so bad. I want you back so bad. Now, I'll play the 25-second video and just keep in mind of these things that I've just explained. Oh, Suzanne, if anyone is out there that can hear this, that has you, please, we'll do whatever it takes to bring you back. We love you. We miss you. Your girls need you. No questions asked. However much they want, I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. I want you back so bad. This man has been married to his wife 26 years. He records this video for one second of each year of marriage, essentially. He has the time to create however long he wants. He chooses these 25 seconds and these words, and he's satisfied with it. Notable, 
The authorities did not acknowledge this video nor help in the creation of it. In an abduction case, it is very, very sensitive in nature, I'm sure you would agree, and from my understanding, authorities would help or assist in creating it so it speaks to the abductor without putting the victim at risk. If he does want her back so bad and will do whatever it takes, why didn't he ask the authorities to help him create this video? Why didn't he show up in the massive search with his brother-in-law, Andy? Why hasn't he done whatever it takes? For example, getting out and talking in the media, no matter what, and whatever it takes. We've had a lot of media uh, yeah. bother us. And uh, obviously this is very emotional. Oh, absolutely, private. So the truth is in the details. And actions speak louder than words. Also notable, no abductor has ever come forward from that video. And the $200,000 paycheck is quite the paycheck. I wonder what kind of tips though came in from the tip line. Now here's where some of the confusing parts don't line up. It contradicts this theory. If it was an abduction, what would be the explanation of the sound in the middle of the night at the riverfront property? Also, what is Barry doing out at 4 a.m. in the morning, rambling down the road and texting, trying to gather people for Broomfield. Did something happen right before? Did he get a phone call to get to the job early? And then according to Barry, he sees Suzanne at five, asks her to go to Denver since the girls will be in town. So off he goes to Broomfield three hours away. And in an article with the fire chief, Robert Bertram, he says Suzanne was known to ride her bike before church. In my last video, I questioned how he knew that. Was it that he saw Suzanne often or was it that Barry mentioned it? But from his information, it could mean perhaps that Suzanne likes going out at the same time every Sunday for a bike ride before church. And with an abduction theory, what that means that somebody could be tracking her every Sunday morning or tracking her movements and her schedule. I wonder though, did Barry go on these bike rides with her? He definitely wasn't there that morning because he hightailed it to Denver. So all systems are a go in the abduction theory. But then this question also arises. If Suzanne was abducted Sunday morning, why did Barry have the worst night of his life the night before? And why did he only do a half an hour work and not set up the job in Denver like he was supposed to do? That was his goal, right? He mentioned in Tyson's video that he went to Denver to go set up the job for his workers. The problem is though, his electronic data from his truck does not line up with the timeline that he gave to authorities. Why is that? And if he did have the worst night of his life, he's rambling down the street at 4 a.m. in the morning. He asks Suzanne to go to Broomfield even though it is Mother's Day and she then was abducted. Did he know about the abduction? How else would we explain these other actions? Weird. So in a matter of days, there is this new theory and events that take place. So if not, a mountain lion, then the scenario is Suzanne went biking, someone targeted her in a small town of 135 people, 
Suzanne is, as we know, a beautiful woman and she's petite, so potentially an easy target. And she's attacked on her bike. The bike was sent down the hill and then someone abducted her. That's what Barry also says in Tyson's video. Somehow though, the personal item that was found was 0.3 miles away west of where her bike was found. Did the abductor chuck it out the window? Did Suzanne fall down the hill and was disoriented and walk the other way from her house and then there was the personal item that was dropped? What was the personal item? And how else would that item end up west of her? Let me know your thoughts or theories in the comments below. Barry expressed his anger about the police botching the evidence and letting people pass by. He said that in a news interview and he also said that with Tyson Draper in his video. He said that too many people were also touching the bike and wrecking all the evidence. So they found her bike just right against that tree down well, there? Well, no, it was on the ground. It oh, was, uh -huh. The wheel was facing and the, the, and the uh, uh, sheriff department, uh, they screwed everything up. They shouldn't have touched it. All so really? left its oh. evidence. They pulled it up and then the sheriff. And we had cars over here. Well, the sheriff let everybody drive through here covering all or messing up all the evidence they were walking all over this area which if somebody abducted her they would have had foot tracks they would have fingerprints yeah. on the bike and they let, all they let 10 other people touch the bike oh, man. i mean we was really upset that first night that yeah. i was in denver so oh you were i didn't get here until nine o'clock that night yeah and my friend's an army ranger and he knows this stuff better than anybody. He uh -huh. did 400 tours in Iraq, Afghanistan. He's also staying eerily silent until recently, really, but only to defend himself. Not search for Suzanne. And you know where I heard of that and studied that before? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's have a chit chat below. Talk to me about this theory and talk to me about the mountain lion theory. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.